let's talk about the pendulum of the weather. She lives in New York and she is complaining about how cold it is and complaining how the weather's bringing her down and complaining how everybody she knows has this sickness that's going around. What you are giving your energy to the pendulum. The weather is a pendulum. The weather doesn't care whether you like it or not. Why, why let it affect you? Why let it affect you? You're listening to the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen, certified fitness trainer and mindset coach since 2002, transforming lives in magic fashion, teaching Stop the Mind Screw process. Today, we're talking about pendulums, and we are in the book on page like 39, something like that. And you know, the pendulum just wants your energy, and it talks a lot about this. And today, we're going to talk about this is responding to a pendulum. It says, do not respond to provocation. The pendulum is like a vampire that exploits the aesthetic of your habit of responding negatively. Even now, despite having just read these lines, you could express your irritation if you were distracted by an unwanted telephone call. If you set yourself the goal of remembering until it becomes a habit, you will gradually work your immunity to the provocation of pendulums. This habit will fade if you decide to play your own game in which you deliberately substitute negative emotion with positive emotion. Confidence for fear, enthusiasm for gloom, indifference for resentment, joy for irritation. Try acting inappropriately to small nuances. You have nothing to lose. It might seem a silly game to play, but the pendulum will have no chance. The game style only seems silly because pendulums have trained us to exclusively play the games that are benefit to them. You can experiment with forcing the pendulum to play your game. You will enjoy it and be surprised to discover what a powerful technique it is. The working principle is this. When you radiate thought energy at a different frequency to the pendulum's resonance frequency, you are in dissonance with the pendulum. The dissonance stills the pendulum's sway in relationship to your personal energy, the result being that the pendulum leaves you in peace. There is another interesting method aimed at gently bringing the pendulum to rest. If someone is getting to you or causing you a problem, try and work out what that person is missing and what they need. It could be health, confidence, or peace of mind. If you think about it, these are the three things we all need to feel fulfilled. Ask yourself what the person you are finding so challenging might really need at the moment. Consciously or unconsciously, the pendulum is seeking for the one thing that will restore its balance. The energy of your thoughts set to a certain positive frequency will do that, at least indirectly. And the pendulum will instantly substitute its aggression with goodwill as a result. If this is hard to believe, test out the technique for yourself. By the way, I love how Vadim always says that in the book. He always says that. If this is hard to believe, 
test out the technique for yourself. A pendulum person approaches you with a problem, which you solve, not in an obvious way, but on an energetic level. The technique is based on the principle that stops a pendulum. You give the pendulum your energy, but only a tiny piece of it in comparison to the amount of energy you could have lost had you been drawn into the pendulum's game. Besides that, you have also done a good deed by helping someone in need, if only for a short time. The interesting thing is that this person will adopt a friendlier attitude towards you, even though they may never guess why they feel so comfortable in your company. That can be your secret. The same technique can be successfully applied in cases where you need something from someone who is absorbed in their own problems and not in the mood to collaborate. If, for example, you need an official signature on a document and you suspect they might be ill-disposed towards you, try treating them with a healthy dose of visualization and you will find they will be quite amenable. The last question is where all the energy goes when a pendulum is brought to rest. The answer is that the energy comes to you. Having coped with the problem once, you become stronger. The next time you try to solve the problem using this technique, it will not be as difficult. Is this not always the way? Fighting a problem head-on leads to a loss of energy, which is absorbed by the pendulum that created it. Simple solutions to complex problems. Another practical value of these techniques for defeating or stopping a pendulum is acquiring the ability to solve all kinds of problems, complicated situations in your personal life, conflict, unfavorable circumstances, or simply a set task. There are always simple solutions to complex problems. The key to solving problem always lies somewhere on the surface. The question is how to spot it. The pendulum that creates the problem obscures your vision, making it harder to find the key. The goal of a destructive pendulum is always to feed on your energy. To do this, it has to attune to the vibration of your thought energy to the frequency of the problem and keep it there. This is easy to do if you are convinced that the problem is complex. If you accept the game rules, the pendulum will take you by the hand and lead you into an intricate labyrinth. Only later you will look back in hindsight and see how easily the mystery could have been solved. The pendulum focuses our thinking on a very narrow sector of the informational field. As a result, a person thinks and acts within the limits of a narrow corridor, unable to see the bigger picture or perceive the solution which may well lie outside of that sector of the information field. The secret of a genius lies in remaining free from the influence of pendulums. I'll read that again. The secret of genius lies in remaining free of the influence of pendulums. While the thought energy of most people is held at certain frequencies by pendulums, the thought energy of a genius is free to attune itself to different frequencies and move into unexplored areas of the information field. 
The way to avoid getting caught in the pendulum snare is to keep whatever problem you are dealing with in perspective and remain aware of the pendulum's intent to trick you into playing its game. Rent yourself out. Be detached. Try looking at the situation as if you had no emotional attachment to it. Act as you normally would, but remain observant. Don't play the game. Remember that the pendulum wants to take you by the hand and lead you into a complex labyrinth. Do not let the problem get a hold of you, scare, worry, or confuse you. Just remember that there is always a straightforward solution to every problem. Do not accept the complicated interpretation projected by the pendulum. Even though the problem may stir up feelings of confusion, fear, resentment, despair, and so on, it is important to change your initial attitude toward to the exact opposite because then the problem will either disappear by itself or you will quickly find a simple solution to it. If you have to solve a challenging problem, Remember that you do not have to rely solely on logical reasoning. Your subconscious is directly linked to the information field where the solution to any potential problem already exists. Relax. Release any fear or anxiety you may have been experiencing in connection with the issue. Confident in the knowledge that the solution already exists. Let go. Quiet the chatter of the mind and contemplate the nature of emptiness. It is very likely that the solution will come to you instantly and it will probably be very simple. If this does not work, do not give up, returning immediately to the rational process. Try the exercise again. You will probably find that it works the second time. This exercise develops the ability to obtain knowledge intuitively. You just have to make it a habit. This method really does work if you are able to stay detached and free yourself from the pendulum. This is not always easy, but later in the book, you will discover new methods for dealing with pendulums. For now, we are at the beginning of the transurfing technique. Are you feeling as if I'd taken you by the hand and am leading you into a labyrinth? Stay free even of those who preach to you of freedom. That right there explains a pendulum, explains stop the mind screw. When you give your energy to a pendulum, you are mind screwing yourself out of your power. Don't let that happen. Become detached. Become aware. This process that he's talking about is very, very similar to the pruning shears of revision that Neville Goddard teaches. Maybe not exactly in this context here, but when you think about it, the pruning shears of revision, how that works is you rewrite a situation that you had negative energy towards. And when you rewrite that energy, you become different. You react differently. Think of an argument that you get into with somebody. Don't stew on it. Don't get resentful. Don't get angry. No, 
Instead, rewrite it. Your subconscious mind takes everything literally. And when you rewrite it, that person the next day is going to react differently to you because they're picking up on it subconsciously. Your subconscious mind is very powerful. It can hurt you and it can help you. Stay away from the pendulum. Don't give it your energy. Sit back and watch it. Go watch some of my videos on on YouTube. I talk about just grabbing the popcorn, sit back and watch it play out. All the drama in your life. That's all it is. And if you sit back and watch it, you can also rewrite the script to be something more powerful and something more impactful in your life. I always talk about toxic positivity girl, and I go look at her on Instagram just to see how that toxic positivity is working out for her. And let me tell you, it is not working out for her. She is so sucked into every pendulum you can think of. Let's talk about the pendulum of the weather. She lives in New York and she is complaining about how cold it is and complaining how the weather's bringing her down and complaining how everybody she knows has the sickness that's going around. What you are giving your energy to the pendulum. The weather is a pendulum. The weather doesn't care whether you like it or not. Why, why let it affect you? Why let it affect you? You know, it's going to be cold and you expected something different? I mean, really, come on. You live in New York. You know it's going to be cold. She started complaining back in September that the cold was coming, and oh, no, no, no. And you watch. The the time is going to go by fast, and in just a couple of months, it'll be springtime, and she'll be happy then. Why not be happy now? Believe me, no matter where you are, what you're doing, you can find something to be happy about. Something, even something little. I love how Abraham Hicks always talks about find that something little, focus on it, and build on it. And I think she's got something called a 17-second rule. And when you meditate on it for 17 seconds, it will expand and keep going and keep going and keep going. Even the fact that you are just breathing. But when I, if I, back in the day, several years ago, I tried to reach out to this poor child and tell her this stuff. But she thinks that my message is toxic. It's toxic positivity. She doesn't want to think positive. Okay, there you go. That's your, that's your choice. Just like we talked about last week. That is your choice. If you want to see positivity as toxic, go right ahead, but you will just see more of that. All right, I just want to jump on here real quick and say that this episode today is brought to you by Stop the Mind Screw and Reality Transurfing. I have a free download that you can take 
And it's all about dancing with pendulums, how to dance with them, how to identify them, how to stop giving them your energy, and who to give your energy to that can empower you or disempower you. And that can be found at www.kathyowen.com backslash reality dash transurfing. Link in the show notes below, and that's K-A-T-H-I-E. O-W-E-N dot com backslash reality transurfing. And on that note, I want to just say that when you learn how to dance with a pendulum or get deal with them, you can solve complex problems easily. And I love how he mentions just detaching from the outcome because that right there will give you power in itself too. Not just the revision that Neville Goddard talks about. When I talk about detachment or non-attachment, it's not being emotionless. It's almost taking your power back because you look at the situation from an outside, non-emotional, like he said, non-emotional. And when you look at it from a non-emotional aspect, you can easily solve the problem. You can get away from the being depressed about the weather because it is what it is. The weather It's not going to just change just because you don't like it. And when you come to an acceptance, it shifts everything. You know, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl is a good book um, where he was in a concentration camp, yet his attitude is what kept him alive. And I see so many people succumb to the drama that goes on and feel that it shouldn't be happening to them. And that will never serve you. It will never, ever serve you. As a survivor of complex post-traumatic stress disorder and narcissistic abuse, I can tell you I have been through hell and back I have been through many, many things, and what held me together was non-attachment and a positive mental attitude, despite what was going on around me, and that pulled me through, and I'm not talking toxic positivity. When you are going through the stages of grief, you cannot come at somebody and go, Think positive. It'll be okay. Like I tried telling poor little toxic positivity girl that, um, you know, the race situation was going on and she bullied me, um, saying that I was blinded by the light because I had listened to, I told her that I wasn't angry. And she wanted me to be angry. 
and anger never solves anything. And that's what I told her. And she said, um, if you're not angry, you're not paying attention. And I said, well, I am paying attention, but I'm listening to people like Abraham Hicks and Aaron Dowdy. And <laughs> little did she know those people channel spiritual entities. And I almost, I just have to laugh because it's like, I, I finally just ended up agreeing with her. She bullied me into it. But at the same time, I'm like, poor thing. She's just a lost soul. She expects everybody to agree with her. And, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work that way. It, in my opinion and in my experience, when in doubt, always respond in love and kindness. When in doubt, always respond in kindness faith over fear, and definitely over anger, because anger does not solve anything. And it's on the lower scales of consciousness, and we will talk about that too in the future, because that does come into play. But these things saved me. They saved me from all of that victim mentality and dancing with the pendulum. So... By the way, in closing, I will say that the only way out of stages of grief is to come to acceptance. And that is the only time you can approach somebody with positivity that's going through the stages of grief. And here we are two years later, and I can't approach her with positivity because she's still not in acceptance. And what does Vadim say when... You come to the pendulum to get it to stop taking your energy. You come to acceptance. That's what you do. All right. All links will be in the show notes. That's Transurfing on Tuesday. And until next week, I'll see you next time. Peace out and namaste. Namaste.